Last week on Knights of the Roll Table, Bartleby reveals his role in building the Colsatori constructs and tells of Kishara's sinister plan to destroy the Council. Kishara's constructs assault members of the Crystal Council and fell Liberty Cornwhistle. The Knights arrive in time to save Nazir, and an unconscious Jabin narrowly escapes in the arms of Coach. Coach, seeking help to restore Jabin, is discovered by the ever-dubious Ramara. Uh, Ramara, um, so uh, so J- Jabin, there's there's these creatures that are flying around. The big armored, they're 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 crazy. They're they're tearing up the castle. They're they're killing members of the council. Uh, they they took out Jabin. I, I managed to bring him back, but he's he's in dire straits. Do you have any kind of like healing potions or anything we can give him? How did you get into this situation? Well, we we were down under underneath. Doesn't really matter. We need to save Jabin right now. Look, I'm not made to save people. I'm made to destroy people. I don't know if I could be helpful in this situation. Do, do you know like a, a doctor or, or, or somebody around? Who do could... I know a doctor? Look, I'm not from here, man. Uh, you, I will say you do from your, even though you're not from here, but you did some freelance work with your adventuring party. And there was a shop that uh, Callum and Massimo like to frequent for healing potions. Mm. And it was about two blocks away. Well, uh, there is this shop that I used to frequent. I knew I, I knew that you would you would know something around here. It's called the Full Bottle. Um, where, where is it? Which which direction? It's two blocks north and uh, one block east. All right, I'm gonna carry Jabin. But you have to have our backs. These things are flying around. They might be onto us. I, I'll, all right, I'll I'll see what I can do. All right, Coach is going to pick up Jabin and fly up and fly over the buildings. <laughs> all right. So all right, hang hang on there, little buddy. Uh, I'm gonna follow him, but walking backwards, looking, looking back behind okay. us. Full alert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Both of you make a perception check. Remind me again which one it is. I have a twelve. Thirteen. You both hear um, a, a good amount of commotion, and it's kind of coming from the palace. Uh, Coach probably thinks it's, you know, a little bit of repercussions from what he just noticed. But, Ramar, you do hear some kind of, like, it's very faint, but your perception's pretty good. Uh, You have kind of, like, extra sensory perception. Mm -hmm. So you do kind of notice, like, something's happening in that direction. Hey, Coach, just be be aware. We got some, we got some heavy stuff coming. What? Huh? Just, I'll be aware for you, don't worry. All right, uh, I'm looking for the shop. Do I see it anywhere? You see a couple of different shop full signs. Potion, full potion, full potion, full potion, full potion. And you do see a cutout wood flask with a blue interior of some sort of a liquid, and it has a script that looks pretty much like a potion shop would probably look over to your right. So I'm flying down, I'm going to land, and I'm just going to like bang on the door because I know it's really late. Mm-hmm. It's very late. Um, but I'm... <laughs> Hello. The interior hey. is, Hello. is black. We need your help. After a, a, a couple of moments, Ramara catches up with you at walking speed, but she is right there, and it's still dark. Do you? Did you get? Did you get it yet? They're they they're, they're not here. I'm just gonna bust the door down. Wait. Uh, I'm gonna turn on telepathic contact and um, sense whoever might be inside. Healers, are you there? Joseph? Toby? What is that? Something's in my mind. Wake, wake up. up. Wake, wake up, up right, right now. We're right outside right your door. Oh, 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 you owe me one from before. before. Get, up. Get up. Okay. All right. All right. Please. It's, it's Ramara. Ramara. And you, you see a light from the inside turn on, and a couple minutes later, a... Um, elder half-elf kind of comes down and opens the door. He says, Oh, there you are. It's you. Uh, uh, I, I remember you from a few years ago. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what's wrong with this gentleman here? I'm, I'm, I'm bursting through the oh, door. Oh, oh, this is This is me, one of the members sir, of the council. This is Jabin. He was oh. just newly elected. He's dying. We need to get him. Do you have any health healing potions or anything? I'll uh, pay you whatever you want. Uh, of course, of course. And he uh, goes over to the shelf and picks out a couple of uh, potions with red kind of flowing uh, liquid inside and takes over. And he says, Here, give, give, them t- give him uh, two of these. All right. I do it. So you pop the potion open and feed uh, the potion inside of his mouth. Jabin, uh, after a moment, some color comes back to his face. <gasps> what, what was that? Oh, oh. hello, coach. Hey, uh, Javen. It's, it's good to see you awake again, buddy. Uh, where, where's Lee? Where, where's my husband? Oh, Salias? So did I see... Did he have any hair on his face? <laughs> no, he was he was as bald as a shaved weasel. I don't know what that is. What what have you been up to? Uh, so you were ambushed. Clearly, do you remember? Uh, excuse me. Uh, what is going on? Uh, you're in my shop. Uh, the the castle is under attack. Oh, 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 oh okay. I have to tell my friend about this. And he goes upstairs. Whatever. Uh, okay, Jabin. Uh, do you where's this? Do you know a safe place in the city that we can take you? Uh, I'm not from here. I don't know very many people. I mean, I, I just know where you guys were staying, and I know the palace. Ramara, do you know anywhere to go that, that we could keep Javen safe? They're they're hunting after members of the council. There's a there's a B and B up the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bed and belligerence. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's, it's a little bit of a rough place, but. Um, yeah, we could we could still there. It's like the Corvette Diner of Inns. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna head over, I suppose. All right. Uh, um, uh, the the guy comes down. The half elf comes down. And he says, "Oh yes, well, um, listen, don't worry about the potions. They're they're on the house. I, I any member of the Crystal Council is always welcome here. Um, thank you for coming in. I heard, is he all right? Uh, I I think so. I think he's fine. Jabin, are you okay? Okay, buddy. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm fine. I, I'm sub- well, no, I'm not fine. What is my husband? Uh, he's back at the castle, I, th- I think. Well, shouldn't we go? Shouldn't you go back? Don't I mean, you guys call it? You call it a castle? A palace. Oh, it's a palace. Yeah, back at the uh, the palace. It's a royal palace. Oh, he's still fighting stuff over there. He just told me to. Uh, I told him to leave, and then I grabbed you, and then I flew out the well, window. Well, I've got to go back to him. No, we're not going back there. You do not want... They're after you. If you go back... Excuse me, Mr. Short Shorts. You're not telling me what to do. If I want to go see my husband, I will. Now, first of all, don't objectify me, okay? (laughs) Secondly, if you go back there, you're going to be putting him in more danger. And what do you suppose I do in the meantime? Uh, Hang out, hang low. Like my... Not like my shorts. (laughs) Well... Any suggestions where I should be, where I should hang out? Uh, there's, I guess there's a bed and belligerent. What did you call it, Ramara? Yes, bed and belligerence. That's what I called it. You're <sighs> going there, and you're going to stay quiet about everything. Do you have like a cloak or something we could wrap him in? Uh, 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 well, uh, I suppose my winter cloak. I mean, it's a, it's a bit, you know, uh, warm outside. That's but fine. All right, here it is. He wrap gives you with this black cloak and... Puts him, Jabin puts it on and says, I really don't think this is necessary, but all right, if you think so, I mean. You just got, you were, all, you were dead, Jabin. You were already dead. I brought you back from the brink of death. Eyes goes a little bit wide and, all right, well, uh, maybe, maybe a wee uh, pint wouldn't uh, be the worst thing in the world right now. <laughs> Lead the way. Let's go. Uh, we cut back to the palace. The three of you, Salius, Jarek, and Sarsa, as well as the doppelganger who looks like Kishara Fenro, are making your way into the foyer where you saw one of the Colsatori constructs flying away after brutally cutting down Liberty Corn Whistle. So you guys make your way in here. I need the three of you to make a perception check, please. All right, let's do it. 18. Four. 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Jarek is very distracted by the uh, the ivory construction of, of the sidewalls, uh, but Salias and Sarsa, you hear kind of faintly, but coming in the direction of where the center of the palace would be, you hear some... Wow. 
Look at the craftsmanship in here. This is incredible. Jarek, this ain't the time. I'm hearing noises towards the center of the palace. We need to go before they hurt more people. Yes, we should go immediately. All right, let, yeah, sure. This is coming from the Great Hall. It's like a big, you know, from Harry Potter, like the big dining room. It's, it, it's in the center of the palace, and you've seen it before while walking in. So you make your way towards that, and as you get towards one of the doors from the wing that you're in and gets in there, the fighting sounds and these kind of noises get louder and louder, and you kind of peek your way in. You all three come into the doorway, which is a pretty wide door. Uh, you see absolute chaos. There are at least 15 Colsatori constructs fighting royal guards in ivory and dark purple, and they are cutting them down like wheat. Just, and tables are flying, throwing them out windows, throwing them against the wall. Um, they are taking pretty heavy damage, and it's general chaos. You also see in the back of the hall, there are two staircases that rise up into a second and then a third floor, kind of looping together and then looping back. Uh, the walls of which are adorned with tapestries and portraits, swords, shields, war hammers, uh, helms. At the top of the balcony, there are several figures standing together. They're about 300 feet away from you at this point. It's a huge hall. Uh, so you see, um, even though it's that far, you do see Queen Mora. Uh, she's kind of hard to miss. She's very, um, as an SMR, she's very uh, distinct. Uh, you see the short form of Callum, the dwarf monk. Uh, you see Nuzir who is not moving, and you see Bartleby, each held with a colsatory construct behind them. Callum and Nuzir uh, have their heads down and are not moving. You also see Kishara in front of all of them, and she's looking right at you. Should we just leave? No, we can't leave. I think it's a little late she for that. She sees hey, you hey. and raises up her hand, and as she raises her hand, all of the constructs stop. <laughs> and they kind of stand at attention. The guards that are left are groaning. Uh, there's no guard left standing. There's a couple of them that have, that have just run away. They're all kind of like, oh, oh, my spleen, oh, my leg. Oh, someone call it medic. Um, but they're, they're kind of just rolling around on the ground. Kishara holds up her hand and closes her fist, and they all kind of turn at attention in several rows towards you, armed with their swords, battle ready. The charm wore off. Yes, I'm aware of that. Okay. <laughs> Defensive formation, and they all go. You know, Kashara, this ain't a good look on you. You should be proud of yourselves. You have done well. You found two of the legendary curios of Voop de Doo. Thought lost for generations. That's quite an accomplishment. And it came at a great time of change in our realm. Jarek, I was hoping to avoid all of this. If you had only brought me the curios like I asked. Well, clearly you're not a very good strategist, because usually I don't do what I'm supposed to do. Well, you are very weak of mind. I thought it would have been possible. After all, you've proven yourself well, several yeah, times over. Uh -huh. I have a proposition for you. I need you and your group to go on a mission for me. Why would we do anything for you? I feel well, like there's a breach of contract involved in that. Let me explain. You see, when we sent you to the forest, uh, I didn't think you would be coming back. But when you did, and with a legendary mace of switching, I knew you'd found one of the curios, and the others must be out there. And now you have two. Which means the third one is out there, and I think you probably know where it is. I want you to get it and bring it back for me. Listen, I don't want to kill anyone. A little late I'm, for that. I'm just trying to do what's best for this land, for the realm. As I've told Jarek, nature will take its place over technology. But instead of shunning the machinery, I'm embracing the technology. I had Bartleby make this construct army to destroy the Crystal Council, to allow me to control the kingdom. Then I'll sell these constructs to other realms that will need a premium security force. This realm will prosper and we will let nature breathe again. Not everyone will see the right way of doing things, but I do. And I'm not the only one. You're not breaking the mold on basic bad guy stuff. I want you to know that. Just like everybody else is wrong except for me, that's just like typical, like regular evil. Do you think that all of the things that we have been doing to this land, carving into the rock, reaping the trees, 
nature is demanding a sacrifice. And why exactly was my husband someone that needed to be sacrificed? He's new to the Crystal Council. Exactly what did he do that offended you so badly? Anyone on the Council would stand in my way. And that was his fault, was it? Of course not, my dear Celius. But because he was chosen, he became a target. And I need the rest of the Crystal Council gone. Sometimes you have to destroy the walls in order to let the roots grow. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm actually picking up what you're throwing down here. I mean, I've seen the way that things are working here. It doesn't really seem like some sustainable practices, and it's nice to see a woman coming up on her own. Well, I appreciate that. So if you choose to help me, then I will let you have a few days to get this curio, and I'll also let these people live, and yourselves. If not, none of you will be leaving this hall alive. And you can see I can back that up. Why do people keep trying to make that deal with us? I'm really tired of the deal of like. <laughs> I will do need this people that are activity. heroes and hard workers of the realm to help usher in a new age of nature. Heroes like <clears throat> yourselves will be great under my regime. Where's our doppelganger you know, friend right now? He's behind you. Alright, so Lisa's gonna turn around and be like, Doppelganger, go go see if you can control them. Don't no no <laughs> just stay, just stay back. It doesn't work. work when she's right there. How do you know? Well, so Kishara, the real Kishara, sees fake Kishara and says, "I see you found my pet." It's person, not a pet. Well, it's a thing. It doesn't matter anyway. You're not talking like the like endowed savior of nature when you're calling people things. Okay? So your little theory about like apparently nature has chosen me and only me to be the ruler of everything. I don't know. I got a doubt. Clearly you need more motivation. She kind of turns back and raises her hand and then one of the Colsatories that's holding Nuzir kind of pulls the sword closer to his neck. No! You don't need to go killing anybody else. You've made your bloody point here. Then do my mission. Do we have any kind of, uh, of of agreement that you're going to leave these people be? There's no need to shed any more blood today. Of course. I will not harm them at all, including the queen, including all of these people. I will leave Prove them it. alive. I wanna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna approach and say, let me come approach you and we'll talk like civilized people. I'm listening to what you're saying, but I need to know that I can trust you. <laughs> we'll stay here. I don't think I can allow that, my dear Sasa, for the reasons I'm sure you're quite aware of. Lying. But I do trust you. I know that you'll do the right thing because you don't want blood on your hands. And why is giving a murderer three of the most powerful ancient artifacts ever a, the right thing? For exactly. nature, blah, blah, blah. All right, look. Uh, no, it's not for nature. Yeah. That's personal. Oh. Oh. Do tell. How so? Have... You got a thing for Voop to do or what's going on? I don't have to tell you everything. You dropped a little teaser about like, oh, that's personal. Like, we're all friends here. We work for you now. So, like, we can't know? Come on. What's the dish? Make Drop the a... tea. Persuasion check. Uh, that's a crit. Uh, oh. So 27 altogether on that persuasion 27. check. 27. Tell me the deets, girl. Come on. Spill Come on, tea. spill. Spill the that tea. That sweet Jarek smolder. She says, A century ago, my people were forced to leave. These curios were artifacts that were used to defeat the army of the Yuan-Ti as well as myself. And I have come back for revenge against this land. Is she a lizard person? How, how? Snake people, that is rude, Sarsa. How old are okay. you exactly? Don't even, they're totally different. Like, the, and then you see, a, even though you're far away, you can see there's a slight crack in her demeanor. And she says, it's not your business. All right, all right. Okay, I'll well, this seems, this, this, seems, this seems fair. Just it's not go. got nothing against lasers. To, uh, anyway, so... I just require, I will let you live, and I will let these people live, because I want to embrace the new world, and I want nature to allow itself to breathe. I don't want any more killing any more than you do. 
Okay, well, compelling. But also, there's the fact that we are not very good at accomplishing missions. So, is but there anything? But you are. You have okay. completed. You have found two of these curios. Still, if there was any help you could give us on this with your like uh, super army here and your magic powers, like well, maybe maybe we could better serve you. I can give you a ship because I noticed that you slightly rammed your other one into the the garden terrace. We did apologize. I don't know what that was about. The situation necessitated an emergency landing. I don't think you can be judging us right now. All right, well, you can have my personal ship. It's on Docking Bay 3. I think you'll find it more than adequate, Sasa. As well as Bartleby. Uh, Yeah, uh, 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 hi. Uh, uh, Can can you lower this uh, blade from my neck? I, I feel like... Their blades are a little bit on the same level, but I'm a shorter person. I'm a gnome, so I feel like it's kind of sharp. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Guy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, and, and she kind of puts her hand uh, down. and like, Ah, okay. Bartleby, can you give them anything to assist them on their journey? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I, I have stuff in my workshop, not in your workshop. Can you just give them anything that you have on you? I don't have a whole lot. Uh, I, I was just in the um, uh, the forge down in the mines, and I, I only have the things that are on me. Uh, I, I do have a few things that may, maybe could help, I guess. Um, sure. Uh, metal bird, metal bird, metal bird. <laughs> so Bartleby, uh, he, she kind of allows him to walk through the constructs towards you, and he's kind of like looking at all of them, and, and uh, he, he approaches... I, I'm real sorry about this, you guys. I, I didn't mean for any of this to happen. It was, it was really just to protect my land and, and you uh, get to this, it, Bartleby. Bartleby, you remember this moment right now, okay? Because when the time comes, you will only have one chance to make this right. Do you understand? I understand, and trust me, I, I'll try to make up for it. So he actually gives you, Sarsa, the other sending stone. Okay. Uh, Jared. Jarek, he gives you um, antitoxin, a vial of antitoxin. He says, this will help if you, if you uh, get bit by anything that's poison, and it's going to help uh, with some speedy recovery. Uh, it's just what I have. I'm Can sorry. it help him against getting charmed? Because he apparently has a bit of a problem <laughs> with that. I don't, from that. I, okay. I, well, I would have been able to make that, but I, I don't have the time to make that right now. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, well, let's see, I don't have that. That wouldn't really help. Um... Oh, here's something, uh, Silius. Here's here's something you can have. Uh, and he hold, he hands you a metal tube. Oh, a tube. <laughs> and you can mark down that you have the chime of opening. Chime of opening. Got it. Okay. Ooh. Jarek, he is gonna hand you this small. It's like this kind of. It almost looks like a ball of rubber bands, kind of nested together. And he's like, uh, this this will be good in case uh, if you ever need any kind of uh, a trap or, or a support or something to catch you if you're falling, um, if, if you uh, throw it down and say open, it'll open into a net. Cool. It's a big net. Right. And it'll just attach to everything kind of that's around you. All right, well, thanks. Listen, that's, Bartleby, that's, that's all I got. I'm sorry. That's fine. Listen, things might get rough here while we're gone. So just do what you can to protect the queen and the council and yourself. All right. I'll do my best. I don't, I, I don't want to let anything happen to the queen. All right, listen. And he kind of walks back. You're not going to do any killing until we're back, right? I give you my word. Or maiming. Or, or maiming, of course. But I give you five days. And if you're not back within those five days, then... I will have to start making sacrifices for motivation. And I will label you all as enemies of the state. So anyone in the realm that sees you, you will have a bounty on your heads. Fine, good times. This Quick is going to work out great. Was Cole with that grouping? Nope. Okay, game on. All right, well, I believe you have a mission to complete. Fine, Doc's oh, this way then? You are missing one of your team, uh, what do I call you again? Salius's friends. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. We're Wayfinders. The Wayfinders. That was the name of our, our, our tavern when we had one, which is now in shambles, thanks to you. I didn't start the fire. 
well, I it believe was that always was burning. Salias. It was always burning. <laughs> yeah, since the world was dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so five days come back, and uh, Sasa, leave the bracelet. I don't want to. <laughs> We might need it in order to defeat. It really brings out my eyes. You'll have the other one, which I'm sure, because the dwarf is not here, so you'll have that one if you need it. You don't think it might be necessary to have two of the artifacts to get the third? This is probably the most difficult place to get to. Well, if you can make a good argument why you would need it, then maybe you can keep it with you. I think our best chance of returning alive with the third artifact is to have as much powerful artifacts on our side as possible going into the battle. And you've said yourself that no one's been able to retrieve them before. Maybe it's because they needed them. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Here we go. Oh, those suck. Uh, But my persuasion is seven, so that's going to be a 13. Mm. She just shakes her head, and then two of the constructs kind of walk towards you. Nurse is going to whip off the bracelet, and she slams it down on the floor and says, Fine. It looks tacky anyways. And then both constructs kind of go down to get it, and they kind of bang it. <laughs> she just kind of, like, smacks her face. and, and All right, I'm tired Bartleby of this conversation. Like, oh, they shouldn't Let's have go. done that. They, they, they have sensory awareness. Uh, proximity. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, good luck on your mission. We'll see you soon. Cyrus is going to walk out and wave her middle finger as she leaves the room. <laughs> there she is. All right. So you guys walk out. Hello, Knights of the Roll Table. This is Chris Daly, your dungeon master for season two of the podcast. We don't do any advertising for the show, and we are relying on your help to get the word out. If you like what we're doing, if you want to support us, please consider taking a minute to leave a rating and review on whatever podcast service you are listening to the show on right now. We will read the comments on the announcements and give you a personal thanks, like this one from Apple Podcasts, Edward Smurfington. Wait, that's a name? Okay. Edward Smurfington writes, A podcast deserving more than five stars. The storytelling, combined with creative monsters and impressive character interaction, is sure to fulfill every desire you have in the game. From the perfect improv to engaging action, it is sure to keep you entertained and anxiously waiting for the next episode. Great job, you guys. I'm proud of you. Well, thanks, Edward Smurfington. We're proud of the show, too. We like to feature great resources and creators out there, and this week we're talking about Printable Heroes. Printable Heroes has a ton of minis in various races and classes and monsters in all shapes and sizes available available for you to print, cut, and use for your campaigns. It saves money, looks amazing, and saves a lot of time painting something you're just going to use for one night. Uh, the art is so good, you guys, and they have a Patreon in several tiers that allows you to access various designs. Even the first year gets you most of the minis on the site. Weston is a big fan and I've seen his collection and he's crazy. He has so many that he's made. That's Printable Heroes. Check them out. You can follow me at ScribbleMonkey on Twitter. I'm an illustrator and cartoonist and do all of the art for the show. And reach out to me if you have any questions or want to talk Dungeon Master stuff or D&D art stuff. Weston's new Patreon, Make My Anthem, is up, and we've featured some music from the site in the show. It's something that you can use in your D&D home campaigns and in your actual play podcasts. That's Make My Anthem. You can visit our Instagram and our Twitter, both at Roll Table for original art for the characters done by yours truly, how-to tips, photos of the cast, and so on. And we love reaching out and talking with the community. Uh, use the hashtag rolled table to help us get the word out about the show. If you have any feedback or questions or want to put an ad on the show, contact us at knightsoftherolledtable at gmail.com. We know we're not the only D&D actual play podcast out there, so we really honestly thank you so much for listening and giving us a chance. Thank you, guys. That's all of our announcements. Now go out and make life an adventure. Uh, back at the uh, shop before we go to the uh, B&B. Uh, I would like to purchase some of those if they have any other health potions. Oh, or... uh, well, I mean, those were two out of the three, so I can give you one. That'd be fantastic. I, I have one. Oh, actually, well, maybe I have another one in the back. Uh, one second. He kind of walks to the back. This is Joseph. <laughs> <laughs>
I think that's what you called them, yeah. right? Coaches, yeah. coaches, visibly like bleeding and like bloodied. Mm-hmm. He's not doing very well. So Joseph comes back and he says, "Well, I, I, I don't have any potions, but I have been making something a little bit new because you see, uh, people have potions and um, they don't like the glass clinking around. They find it gives away their position, I guess, and uh, it also takes up a little bit more room. So I've been trying to make a way to infuse the healing abilities into a new material. So, um, well, I'll give you this as a prototype if you let me know how it does in the field. How's that sound, young man?" Uh, and he hands you this spool of ribbon. Am I supposed to eat this? No, 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 don't eat it. No, it's not ingestible. Um, what you do is you wrap it around yourself um, like a shiny ribbon. It's this red kind of ribbon about an inch thick. Uh, you wrap it around the area that you need healing and leave it on for about 15 minutes uh, to an hour, depending on how much healing you need. Uh, sure. Uh, I was kind of looking... For more something that would help me right now. Oh, uh, well, uh, you can take it right now if you like. All right, let's wrap it around my head here. Okay, so he wraps Lamar, this. can you grab, like, the back? Can you make sure it's even? <laughs> he kind of wraps this red, <laughs> shiny kind of, uh, <laughs> like, like a 80s dancer ribbon around your, your forehead a few times, and it kind of tassels in the back. And you instantly feel this kind of refreshment, like... Like a cucumber eye mask. Oh, that and, feels nice. And, and you, you, you get this kind of, your sinuses clear, and uh, you, you get very refreshed, and you have the effects of a uh, potion of greater healing. Whoa. It's okay. 4d4 plus 4. Did that use all of the ribbon? And it relieves well, it's, the bags. It's, it's kind of like uh, all of the ribbon is kind of infused mm. with this ability. How much of this do I have? So you you have about three feet of it, so you have three uses of it. So this is the first use. Healing ribbon. Man, it really makes your pores look small, too. (laughs) Coach's uh, skin starts to glow a little bit. So you have two more uses of this. Because you are affiliated with the member of the Crystal Council, uh, Jabin here, uh, of course I'll I'll let you use it, just uh, bring back some notes in the field. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm really good at writing stuff down. So don't don't well, even worry your, about that. M- maybe your um, uh, girlfriend here can write, start writing. I don't do that stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I'm um, not his girlfriend either. I heard you say that. Oh, uh, I'm so. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh, okay. Well, is um, it getting hot in here? Do your or? best. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go. Okay. Right. Now I look like a ninja turtle. <laughs> let's go. All right, so you guys head outside. Uh, We'll (laughs) say that you make your way to the uh, bed and belligerence. uh, You drop Jabin off and tell him to stay and and be safe and lie low and you know give him a disguise kit if they have one, which you know there's probably something nearby in a shop. Uh, And he's an actor, so he'd be like. And he's an actor, so we'll say he actually has a disguise kit um, on him. He's not an adventurer, but he does have an his background as as an actor, so he does know how to uh, use some stage makeup and and mustachios. (laughs) He's all excited because he gets to like improvise a new character. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this would be great! I get to uh, practice an accent I've been working on. It's a working man accent. (laughs) 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 I'll I'll be a new person. I'm not known as Jabin. I'm going to be uh, Bruce. That's me, Bruce the Dwarf. Yep. Well, you are good at this. <laughs> well, uh, listen, uh, I mean, listen, um, tell my husband, uh, if you see him, when you see him, that I-, I love him very much, and please try to stay safe. Don't worry. I'll tell him every word. All right. That I love him very much. <laughs> I, that's not quite what I mean, but um, all right, uh, I'll... I'll uh, I'll make myself scarce. And he kind of goes to the front desk of the bed and breakfast, and you guys head out. So you're in front of the bed and breakfast place. You guys are heading towards the, uh, yeah, bed and belligerence. Uh, <laughs> youth, Jarek and Solius and Sarsa are heading towards platform three. Um, you guys don't know where they are. What would you like to do? So, Ramara, uh, so we just wait here, or? I really don't want to go back to the palace. It seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> look, I don't look. At this point, you're kind of sending me mixed signals here. I'm not quite <laughs> sure what to. Do you want to go? Or do you not want to go? You know what? We need to get out of here. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, we go back. I mean, you're. I mean, I don't. I again, I've seen you in a fight, and you can handle yourself clearly. 
Uh, but there are there are like forty of those constructs, and I mean, we had trouble taking out one of them. Yeah, I mean, it seems like we need to get out of town and regroup. How are we going to contact them though? Uh, I'll see what I can do. Wouldn't it make sense for us, though, because we had some gold and things left at the inn, correct, in our rooms? Some gold, yeah. So wouldn't we go... Well, some of us had gold. (laughs) Well, (laughs) maybe you shouldn't have pissed off your friends. Good advice for you. You want to head back to the inn and get some gold? I I do think we'd go back towards the inn. Yeah, wouldn't we go to the We should the go end? back to the inn. Perhaps perhaps Because I think, too, come if back. you think that they, if they're okay, that's probably where they'd go meet us, right? Uh, I mean... I'm, I'm getting a sense that they might be at the inn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I uh, suppose we could go back there, or maybe okay. we'll wait outside. All right. So, Coach and Ramara, you reach the inn a little bit before the other three do, uh, and you gather some things, Coach, if you need, you know, if you need to. Silius, Jarek, and Sarsa head back towards the inn. So before we move on, uh, we'll, we'll kind of address um, the doppelganger that was with you, um, who was in the form of Kashara, and as you walked back to the uh, inn, kind of took a form of one of the people that they saw along the way, a random human man that was walking along, and then a couple seconds later, um, it it turned from Kishara to just this random human, and and it was like I'm I'm not don't don't think I'm going to come with you. I think I I will stay here and try to remain unseen, and I'll find my way back. You sure you're okay? You can get home safe. Yes, I I, I can, and I'm pretty good at you know using my resources. I can become someone that you know drives things or rides on things like. I'm, I'm used to that sort of thing. Say, All right. say hello to your family for us, and good luck. Uh, Sars is going to place a hand on his shoulder and give him guidance. Just, you know. For okay. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for releasing me. I, I won't forget it. Right. Take care of yourself. Kind of walk- if you get home, tell them we're sorry for what was done to you. Weren't fair. He nods and, and kind of walks off and... And you swear you kind of see him, and he's weaving between people, kind of walking in the night. And then one second he is this gentleman, and all of a sudden he kind of just vanishes. That man vanishes. Becomes somebody walks in front, and he's gone. So he's gone. Okay. The and then dress. someday we'll be at a cafe, and we'll look up, and he'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It'll be Anne Hathaway. Hey. <laughs> And then as Silius and Jarek and Sarsa go by, you actually go by the tavern that you had your date with Cole at. I'm definitely going to try and poke my head in and see if I can see him at all. Okay, anyway. so you, you poke your head in. You look towards the booth that you were at the table. He is not there. Um, you head back out kind of reluctantly. But then about 20 feet beyond that, at the end of the building, you feel a hand grab your arm and pull you into the alley. <gasps> Who are you? And then she's immediately going to pull out her dagger. Hold on there, love. It's me. Carl, what are you doing here? I'm I'm laying low. I saw saw your friend fly over the alleyway. Liberty's dead. Oh, no. And I don't know who else, but I know know that the the queen is okay, and Nazir is mostly okay, and Colm... And 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 but Kishara, she she was she was the problem. She's 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 downright evil, mate. That's bloody witch. Well, I'm supposing my have a target on my head. I am afraid you do. Yes. You'd probably Hello. be wise. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, hi. hi uh, this is Jared. Jared He's yes, my friend. I know. Hi. Uh, I heard you were charming. I heard you. I have the impression your date went better than my date. So. Um, could you give us a quite charming too. So he kind of steps to the side with you a little bit, oh, and, that's fine. Uh, and you guys and take says, some more private time. Listen, that's fine. Um, <laughs> are, do you trust your friends here? I, with, with my life. All right, well, remember what I told you. About the Bard's College? Yes. I, swallow. I would suggest you try to go there now, especially with what just happened, with what you just told me. I think you might need an extra assistance on your side. I There's, think we would take all the help we can get at this point. Try to go there. 
but love, what about you? What, what are you going to do? You I'll can't stay here in the city. It's not safe. I can take care of myself. And he does a little twisty fingers with his hands, and he takes the form of a uh, young 17-year-old peasant boy. All right, I could work with this. <laughs> and he changes back uh, to what he was before, and he says, make no mistake, I'm going to lay low, but I do have the ability to contact you and let you know how things are going, or if Kishara breaks a word in any way. I'm okay. assuming she's letting you go to try to find something. Did you say you do have the ability, or you don't? I have the ability to reach out and contact you. All right, then I'm going to hang on to this here sending stone. Of course. You... All right. I am a bard, after all. I, I have a way of making myself heard. All right, I don't normally hang out very much with bards and the like. Well... Let's be sure to hang out more often. He pulls you in. Do you guys want to order some drinks? A kiss? Or whatever. <laughs> oh, hang on, guys! I just got a kiss. Uh, I just got a kiss. Take your time over there. <laughs> he pulls you Sarsa in. kind of like, kind of like pulls back initially, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, this is happening," and she like dips him down instead. Oh, all right, uh, okay. <clears throat> she's like, <clears throat> "All right, I quite like that. Let's do more of that." When I get back, you just gave me some really great incentive. Uh, of course, just be careful. And go to what I told you. All right. I'll check my notes. Okay. And he steps back and his uh, form turns into this uh, 17-year-old, you know, peasant boy. And he says, be careful, young miss. And he kind of scampers away. All right. Well, the voice kind of ruined that one for me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to go back. And she's just like grinning ear to ear. Do you have a good time over there? Do you need a little bit more time? Because we got like five days to like... Until cool. all these people get killed. Ah, oh, Jarek, you're such a sour, sour spire spurred. Whatever, let's go. Could we you don't have to judge me when you're going over there getting charmed by pretty women who are trying to destroy the entire frickin' city. Yeah, well, we all have our weaknesses. So you make your way back to the inn, and at that point, you see in the lobby, uh, Ramara. Ramara! Hey, oh, yeah. Hello! Yeah. Hi. Yeah, it's me again. Um, Ramara. But we remember, thank you. Uh, you we, do you think we, we can need a little bit of help? Can yeah. you help us like out? Five yes, hours. I actually have. you have, seen Coach? I have I've saved Coach already. I'm here to save have you, you guys. Seen my it's husband? all good. He's another dwarf. Yes, he's safe. Demon. He's safe. He's 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 stowed away. Don't worry. I apologize that I have no hair. Coach comes down from uh, the uh, second floor. Sorry, I had to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's very uh, important. You know, like not not very many characters. We don't acknowledge you know, that these fancy characters need the restroom. Well, with the hydration and the meat pies, it only makes sense. Actually, way less <laughs> for the trip. Coach, oh, coach, Jabin, coach, ah, uh, Weston, I need you to roll <clears throat> a d six. Roll a d six. Is this about the poop? Six. Uh, you've gained <laughs> six <was> pounds. <laughs> <laughs> in the last few days. And how much of it and then he rolls a D4 well, to see how much yeah, he lost from roll, the poop? No, no, no. I'm not gonna roll. I'm not gonna roll. I'm not gonna roll for poop. Roll but, yeah, for balance. You lost a little bit of weight uh, after that, but you're still a little bit over. You still notice like you gained oh, I gained, gained a little bit of weight. Yeah, there's a, there's a scale in there. I really <laughs> I really wasn't pooping. I was just uh I think I need to lay off the meat pies, guys. Coach I wasn't going to say nothing, but Coach! Where is my husband? Could you say that a little bit louder? He's safe, Silius. We took care of it. Thank you. I feel like that should have been the Shh. first thing that you said when you Silius, saw me. shut up. How is it everything that you say is so loud? All right, you well, lot. I'm so a librarian. We don't have much there? time. I How can't did you sit guys here. escape? We gotta. We need to grab whatever we need from here, and we have a ship and five days before Kishara starts killing people. Ramara kind of rolls her eyes a little bit and, and kind of concentrates for a second. And all of a sudden, you're hearing each other talk in each other's heads. Mm. Oh, get out. Oh, this again. This is, I, I don't know that I like this. So, Coach, Jabin is safe. He's safe. Is he, he's alive. Yeah, barely. Thank you. I mean, he's fine now. Thank you so much. Of course. Yes. Thank you, Coach. Thank you so much, Coach. If you hope for more, thank you so much as well. Whatever. Silius? Yes? I love you. 
Was there more, Ramara? Yeah, it just got super awkward in just, here. What? It just let's let's move. Oh, yeah, let's move. Let's go. From Jabin. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, he told me to tell you that I love you. Oh, okay. This makes All right, that's more better. Sense. It's way more intense when we're in each other's heads. Can't sit here bickering all day. All right, well, listen, listen, listen. All right, so Kishara, she wants the last curio. She took the bracelet, and you've still got the mace, right? I'm not going to show you if I have the mace or not. Okay, good job. But we're all on his head. Derek is fine. Gorgeous. It's just sticking out. <laughs> it's just on your back. <laughs> it's literally it. <laughs> completely visible. <laughs> anyway, Coach has the mace. So listen, she wants to get the, wants us to get the third curio, and she gave us five days in her ship before she. Well, at least she promised not to kill people while we were gone. Now I don't rightly know where that final curio would be, but Cole said that he's got a friend at the Bard's College that might be able to help us, and he strongly advised that that's where we should go next. We're just gonna go bring it to her. No, no, but but, but maybe, maybe we can get some help. Or I was thinking maybe maybe he, this person can help us, or, or maybe even. Great, Great let's, let's go. go. Let's and go. you also know from your previous conversation, from talking to Amara on the way back from the Zeppelbrum Caves, when she was telling you the story about um, Gus Thorak. about the Gus Thorak battle where Massimo Lionheart fell, that. He, uh, Gastorak was wearing a gem in a spiral shape, and you kind of thought that that may have been the spiralite, just from the description from because you saw it, Ramara. I did. Yeah, it was in a spiral shape. So we should find this Gastorak mind flayer person and get the spiralite. All right, listen, grab your stuff and any gold that Chaser didn't steal, and let's get to that ship, all right? Now. I have all mine. So you, so you make your way to Platform 3, and what you see is a sleek, long, thin, uh, dark green pointed skiff. It has triangle sails uh, that are white and uh, uh, cream colored, and then four armored battlements. This is a battle skiff. And oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sail that. It, it is uh, five times better than the ship that you had before, the a little bit bigger, the Crescent Squall, too. This is the Crescent Squall. Three. I'm going to name it the Lizard Smasher. <laughs> I think it already has a name. It's, like, written right there. Yeah, it does already have a name. Uh, it is called... Uh, it is called... Joseph. The python. <laughs> <laughs> it's also called Joseph, oddly enough. <laughs> Joseph um, the lizard smasher. Uh, it is called the wyvern. Mm. Uh, oh, just add the word smasher after it. <laughs> we just like etch it in. Where's that half-orc? <laughs> <laughs> and as you say that, the half-orc walks out. <laughs> and he's like, like oh, oh, starts oh, painting. Working late, are you? And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, are, what are we changing the name to this one? Wyver Smasher. Oh, I'll just, and he goes, and he just starts wow. uh, painting the word Smasher in a, beautiful, in a beautiful brush script. Uh, and at the, at the end, uh, the word Smasher, and at the, at the last R, he puts a little like embellishment in there with a few little, um, uh, you know, tapered strokes at the end. My well, eyes are rolling in my head so hard. <laughs> so you get on the uh, the new Listen, ship. It's bad luck to have a ship that you ain't named yourself. <laughs> Do you want to bring Doom? That guy has real talent. I don't believe in that stuff. So it is close to 11 p.m. Uh, Y'all have not had a long rest. Nope. Um, no you're heading out right now to um, where would you like to go? I'd like to propose that we go to the Bard's College. Does anyone have any objections or anywhere else that they would like to go? You speak now or you forever hold your peace. How far away is it? That's a great question. Well, you don't have your navigator anymore. We killed the navigator. <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that was Chaser. <laughs> did you kill? We, did we killed kill the navigator. <laughs> but, I mean, you have... Well, um, she got directions about it, right? Yeah. Do we have I, any and well, you have a map. Okay. So you can, you can look at the map uh, and I'll say make an intelligence check. Me? Yeah. Oh, as God. the captain. Bah, oh, this is gonna hurt. That's the end a, means down, right? Yeah, that's a five. <laughs> so it's a six. Okay. <laughs> um, 
based on how far the forest take took to get there and where the Bard's College is and kind of doing a little bit of triangle math uh, <laughs> without man, numbers in your head man. and it's been late and you've had a couple drinks, you're like, a I couple. don't know, I had maybe a couple hours. Uh, ooh, it sure is pretty tonight. <laughs> if it's Guys, it's just be a wee moment. If it's only a few hours away, that seems... I was worried it would be a few days. We only have five days. You know, we'd be there by now if we hadn't stopped <laughs> to repaint the name of the boat. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, go. I don't even know where he came from. <laughs> oh, I a, like that he was gone. <laughs> gone. So you defeat. make your way in the boat. You put all your stuff in. Uh, Sarsa gets herself familiar with the controls. And within a couple minutes, um, you lift up, floating, and you head off towards... Hopefully, the Bard's uh, College. So several hours go by. What seems like on the map should probably take about five hours takes about seven. Uh, and you towards so the tired. towards the dawn of the morning, like right at dawn, you uh, see the glimmering shores of uh, Pyron Bay, and you start seeing the peninsula. And at the edge of the peninsula is the Bard College of Moonswallow. Now, during the flight, um, if anybody wanted to catch a couple of Z's, you could. I'm assuming that Sarsa stayed up the whole time and drove, unless you guys wanted to take shifts. Coach definitely falls asleep within the first probably like. All right, minutes. Coach falls asleep. Sarsa's like offer to take a shift. Sarsa's being like stubborn, but probably should sleep. So I don't know if Jarek wants to try and persuade her. Sarsa, if you need to sleep, I can hold onto that wheel and point it this direction, Just probably without screwing anything up for like. A couple hours. You say that, but but you, if you heard he screwed up enough. Sarsa, you should probably sleep for a little bit. All right, fine. Just in this direction. You don't you don't try to steer any other way or if nothing. If I hit anything, I'm pretty sure you'd wake up. So, Salius we'll only needs um, four hours, I think, right. because he has trance. Fine. Or he's not full elf. He's half elf. Oh, half elf can't do that. Is okay. this a Never short mind. or a long rest? Uh, it's short rest. This would be short. For those of us who sleep the full seven hours, is it a long? Uh, we'll we'll make it eight hours of travel, and you can get a full rest. <laughs> I need to get my I need to get some spell slots back. I don't know how to steer a ship, so I'll just sleep. <laughs> okay. I don't want to Rara talk to these schmucks. So, well. you know. She'll find a, a quiet <laughs> corner. There there are actually like um, dark cherry wood uh, bunks and underneath, and there's several private cots and um, a lot of very fine leather trim and a lot of dark green and uh, dark red uh, interior uh, on the inside. Um, there's a couple of you know bottles of uh, whiskey and, and um, wine uh, in, in the so stores. I might have a little nip right before taking her little nap. All right. Nap. So you guys, uh, yeah, make your way. Um, it, 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 you kind of drive a little slower because you're exhausted from the day. And but you get there right about dawn, and you dock okay, on so wait, this well, landing area in front of Moonswallow. Jarek, have you ever had well, elf whiskey? Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna do a thing. <laughs> so while Jarek's just on the deck and everybody's sleeping, he's just kind of muttering to himself, like anybody could get charmed. Like you know, you don't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Creme brulee is a not an easy thing to make. Like, nobody wanted to make it. Oh, it's, it's like when you get in a fight with your spouse, but you don't want to like actually like yeah. continue the fight and you just go off and mutter by yourself. <laughs> All right. So you guys land in this uh, kind of courtyard area, <laughs> this flat stretch of land in front of Moonswallow. Um, and you see uh, the campus itself is on the tip of this peninsula that goes out into Pyron Bay, uh, which you see on the map. Um, and it's comprised of about five towers, at least about 100 feet tall, um, the construction is kind of a, a white alabaster stone, uh, a lot of um, just kind of built-in rock, but the, the structure is built on top of that. Each tower is kind of connected by these walls, and they're, they're probably like larger tower rooms that are in between. What do you say, Sarsa, to let them know that you're arriving? All right, mates, we're here. So you see yeah. as... As you're kind of coming in and you're floating down, you see this giant amphitheater in between all of the towers and the walls that surround it. And there's a little stage in the middle um, because, of course, there is. There's it's of a hard college. There is. Uh, so you float down, and then as 
you land and you're disembarking the ship, the main doors open to the college and out walks a bird. It is a very brightly colored red uh, feathered plumage with some green and blue around her arms. She's kind of draped in these kind of uh, white scarves that are flowing behind her. And she walks up to you. Hello, darlings. <laughs> you must be the peoples that Cole has told me that was what's coming. Oh. Are you? If I'm guessing here, you are. If everybody here is like this, we are leaving. <laughs> Jerick, try and be nice. Uh, yes, we're, we're from Come the Come to me, Coles. darlings. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. Hello. Hello, my name is Vakia Nizakla. What did she just say? Oh, you're going to have to spell Nizakla. that out for me, love. But you may just call me Vakia. Hello, Vakia. Uh, uh, overly elaborate <laughs> bow, as usual. Hey, Vakia. Oh, uh, yes. Now, do you, in fact, know Nicole Flintspired, my dean of students? Sarsa knows him very well. Do you know him? Oh, good. Very nice. Well, he told me you were coming, and I believe I have someone uh, for you to meet. But would you like any refreshments? We have a fruit buffet. <gasps> oh, that sounds wonderful. Fruits. Fruits are very good okay, for you. Okay, well, let's go to the, the mess hall, and then I will show you where... Um, the person. We also have beds and places to sleep if you need to rest, because um, I imagine it's been a long trip. Very for you. kind, Vikia, but I'm I'm afraid that we are on a bit of a time crunch. So all right. Well, if you need to rest, I have beds. We have a couple of bunks and places for you to sleep. Oh, hello! You are a Janasi. I haven't seen one of you. Y- yes. Yes, I am. Thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. I love your hair and your face. It's so blue. It's so wonderful. Um, Celius, mm-hmm. Jarek, and Sarsa, I need you to make a wisdom check. Oh, here we go. Straight up. Please. Here we go. Oh, that's a nat 20. Oh, oh I got a nat eight. That's going to be 24. <laughs> 24. Seven. Straight up eight. So you two have never heard of or seen this person before. Sarsa, you've actually heard of Vakia Nizaklaw. And you, um, in your journeys, have actually heard of this macaw parrot um, Aarakocra that is a very accomplished singer. It's been a while. And uh, it, it, you kind of heard of this younger Aarakocra that um, was a famous uh, entertainer uh, that went around. And you haven't heard, really heard about her much since, but there's kind of, you know, bar stories and things like that. Like she's somebody that you've probably heard of, but you never actually seen her. So the pirate. Vakia, yeah, I, I think I think I heard of you before. I remember uh, some of the boys in party sing some shanties of uh, some of your songs. Well, just you know, they I'm my songs that get around, and I had a couple of you know I had a couple of uh, ditties that have become quite popular with uh, the boys around the coastline. But let me show you to the uh, the mess hall, and she shows you this buffet of fruits and melons and pineapples and and a couple of tropical fruits. Delicious. You mentioned that there might be some beverages or refreshments of the sort. Well, this is a college, so of course there are probably some that are around, but not in the mess hall. We don't uh, serve that, but... um, if you come back to my uh, office, maybe there might be a little private stash. You know, sometimes the president, she has to drink a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's getting very stressful when the, there is finals week. But, uh, um, I can only imagine. Jess, so um, uh, do you know who you're looking for? Uh, Cole said that they would find us. Oh, I'd seriously doubt that. Um, it's probably something I would introduce you to him. So um, uh, if you have had your fill of fruit, I will take you to him. Do you Jess? have like a, like a to-go plate? Or? We don't do that. Everything stays in the hall. It's a sort of a freshman orientation sort of thing. You know, you eat as much as you want, but it's, you're in a card system. Uh, what if I don't have a card? Well, I, it's seen, okay. Seen, You're I've on my dime. You can take as much fruit as you can hold, Mister Dwarf. Oh, I what do I call you? That challenge. What do I call you? You can call me Coach. Oh, hello, Coach. She kind of runs her feathers through your hair. Ooh, <laughs> that's a weird sentence. That is nice. You are very nice and very short. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, I've been called worse. All right, well, let's go. Come on. And she kind of walks, and her tail's long and red, and it kind of drags on the ground. I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <clears throat> and 
So uh, you walk into a room in the second tower on the right side, uh, kind of inland, which looks like a black box theater. Uh, there is mostly mostly nothing on the walls with some wooden boxes, handles on the side uh, to sit or stack, and a few chairs up against the wall. Uh, there are some scenery pieces leaned up against uh, the back wall, and there's a few students in the room. Uh, it's It's around like... Nine o'clock at this point. Uh, you, you came in about dawn, but after eating and stuff, and kind of getting settled a little bit, uh, a few hours have gone by. So you've you've you assume this is kind of like morning class um, of some kind, and it's a theater class. It seems like uh, so you walk in uh, to a scene that is in progress. <clears throat> so you see this uh, uh, one person who has a kind of a heavy helmet on, and they're holding a. Um, kind of a, a, a mace, but it's made out of like, you know, what looks Something like maybe a, a, kind of a, a light wood, like a balsa wood or something like that. It's clearly not a real mace, uh, but because it's swinging around a little bit too easily and you kind of hear this kind of, you know, um, so you hear this person uh, and, and they're also against somebody else and they have several uh, paper mache kind of heads on top and they're all painted green and uh, their body is draped in, in these kind of uh, black and green kind of uh, scrapped cloaks and there's several heads that, that are uh, adorned to this other person who looks like maybe an elf, uh, maybe a maybe human, can't really tell. And the, the snake kind of multi-headed person says, you shall not succeed. I am too powerful. And then the little uh, dwarf uh, actor says, I am the protector of the realm, Neshortas. I am Tanamir Gruffbrick, paladin of Moradrin, and my allies and I will defeat you and dri- um, drive out drive out your kind into the... Drive out your kind into the... Oh, yeah. Paladins drive out your so kind lame. into the nether realm. Ha ha! Oh, really, Jarek? A dream of weakness. I am larger than you. And you see uh, the multi-headed snake actress get bigger. Kind of some sort of an illusion. It seems very similar to your trick where you got bigger, Sarsa. And she says, now bigger, she says, but she sounds the same. Now I will destroy you! The dwarf fighter looks back to another warrior and says... Ebony, get the bracelet. Use your bardic abilities. And you see this little um, albino halfling poof away, kind of teleport from where she is to right on top of the uh, snake actress that uh, this image is big and takes a very bright yellow painted bracelet and poofs away and kind of goes back. But as before she poofs away, the snake actress takes out a fake knife and pretends to stab her with it. And, and, oh, no. and she goes, ah, my abdomen and <laughs> poofs away. And then she falls back and says, I'm sorry, Tanamir, I was stabbed. No, Ebony. Oh, I'll get you for that. My friend, I will avenge you. And then... Is that what we sound like? <laughs> I don't think it's us. And Neshortas says, Ha-ha, you are weak. No matter. You have the bracelet. You will have to defeat my pit master before facing me. And that's when you see this large, beefy male with some ropes tied around his arms. And at oh, the end of the ropes, hello. there are little eyes attached and little red strings, which you think are meant to be like snakes. Um, and he's got a bit of a necklace on and some face paint. And you walk out. I am the pit master, and I, I will destroy you with all of the might of the Yanti behind me. Oh no, get him! You, you will not defeat me, because I am Tanamir Gruffbrick. Stand clear, Pitmaster. Oh, take this snake attack. Cot, cot. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, very good. Very good. Uh, yes, yes. Please, no. no. Listen, was... Bart, um, listen, you got to be a little bit more imposing. You are a Pitmaster of the Yanti. I'm sorry. Bart, come on. We cast you because we thought you would be imposing. Okay, I'll be more imposing. Uh, Owen, uh, how was my delivery? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I think you had, you were great. You were great, okay? But just Bart, can we... Listen, everybody take five. Let's come back and try it again. Uh, all right? Ugh. Vakia 
walks over towards Bart. Uh, this this large uh, man and says, "Hello, Bart, darling. Uh, we have some visitors to the college, and they would like to talk to you." Okay, is it about my acting? Because no, 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 it. no, darling. It's not about your acting. It's okay. fine. I, I know this is just an elective for you. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> these are a few people. Um, they can introduce themselves. Hello. Uh, now, before they do, mm. you recognize him immediately, Ramara, beneath the makeup, mm-hmm. beneath the snakes uh, on his arm. Ooh, you dream. see this large, gray, <laughs> gray-skinned Goliath of a man before you. No. I knew I would find you. What? And the rest of you also recognize him from the statue. That was in the town of Emberbrook. And you recognize this person as Massimo Lionheart. What? Dun, dun, dun. what? what? Who? <laughs> <laughs>